Top that keg. I'm just here for the beer. He's just here for the beer radio with your hosts, Joe Leary and Rick Mohabir. It is just here for the beer radio, our first show of 2022. Joe Leary along with Rick Mohabir of Just Here for the Beer Limited, just here for the beer.com at JHFTB. A road show. We're starting off 2022. Yes. In a, one of the coolest places in British Columbia. It's White Rock. We're at Jans on the Beach. Mayor Walker of White Rock joins us for the uh, show. Nice to have you, sir. Uh, nice to have you guys as well. And by the way, is there any opportunities for jobs coming up? If I don't <laughs> run again, I could, I could do something <laughs> you, like this. You want to sneak in there? You, you got it. You want to, you want to do a beer radio show? Hell yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, it, it's important that we, we give credit where credit is due because shows of this magnitude, we can't do the shows without working with city councils or tourism departments or BIAs or what have you. And obviously, you're proud of the White Rock beer scene because Absolutely. you're here joining us today. Truly proud of it. Want want more. Uh, I think working with the local breweries to talk to others uh, that you know maybe are looking to for a second or third place. They'd like to move from their community a second place in White Rock. Looking forward to something like that. When did the when did you start using the word beer scene? Because generally speaking, it starts off with one, and then one begets two, and two begets three. When did you have a beer scene? So so effectively, I've been I've been in office for about three years now, and and somewhere in that period of time, after I came in, I started to realize how important the beer scene was, and I started to get a sense of what other communities had and were doing with their beer scene and how important it was, how it was part of bringing people into the community and then keeping them there for a while. After a beer, let's go have a bite to eat. Let's go for a walk down the promenade. Hey, about an ice cream? And then uh, we got people coming back. That was great. We had fun. Friends of ours, we're going to take them back there when we get a chance to. What I think is important, Rick, and we've talked about this before, and not mentioning any names or not putting anybody down, but some councils are more proactive yes. than others. That, yes. that what some neighborhoods, some areas are more proactive, Most especially definitely. when it comes to brew. So I'm, I'm proud to, to hear you say that you actually scouted around and saw what other areas are doing because that gives you some direction as to what you should do as well. Well, if you look at White Rock, you know, one of the prime things you find is the beach, the pier, and the big White Rock. Why do people come here? They come down to the beach. Yes. They come down to swim. They come down to walk. They come down to do whatever. But when they're down here, this is where we capture them, and this is what brings them back. So if we can sell them on this scene, and then we can sell breweries, and small breweries especially, on this scene, we're going to start to build a community we really need. Marine Drive needs help. That is true. White Rock is a small community. We need all the business we can get. If we can get two or three brew houses down here where people could wander around or go for some kind of a tour with one person who stays sober, we've got it made. And you can bet your buck that people will come back. If they have a good meal, a good beer, a good time, they're going to yeah. come back. Well, and I think that, that, that goes from a lot of these destination type locations, right? Like, I grew up in the Seaston Village. There you go. Same, same kind of idea, right? You know, even though it is seasonal, so to speak. But you know what? Look at a day like today. We're 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 under the you know under the cover. We got the heaters going, it's like toasty Joe. Like you're you're in a t-shirt. I'm crying out loud. We're, look, look, we're looking at the beach. We're looking at the river, right? Yeah. So I mean, if you have the ability to to provide those things for people and a great meal, like like, like Mayor was talking about, yeah, people are going to come back. Mayor Walker of White Rock is our guest, and uh, one thing that we will give kudos for as well, Mayor, is that uh, we didn't pay to park today. This is <laughs> this is something that, and I wish more councils would take a look at your 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 footprint here. 
Why did you decide to make parking free until the end of January? Well, th- this is seasonal as well. White Rock in the summer booms. We used to have, well, I've been here for 50 years. We had chippies that would work all summer through till about November, and they'd take December and January, part of February, and go to Maui. And then they'd come back and they'd run their business and make enough money because the rents and leases weren't crazy. Well, they are crazy now. So everybody struggles down here. So what do you want to do? You want to help them out. You want to get more people down here and more businesses. How do you do that? Take the bloody parking rate off. Mm-hmm. Let them come down here and park for nothing. And the chances are they're going to come back in the summer and you're going to get the money anyway. How badly did COVID affect the beach business? It, well, uh, in a lot of ways, it really affected. I mean, first of all, the shutdown and, and not being able to have enough people in. And the businesses that, that pivoted, as we say, and that were successful started doing pickup and takeout. And I don't think they've ever stopped doing that. So a lot of businesses learned there was more than just come on and sit down and have a, have a go at it. But the other piece is we have businesses down here that can't find enough staff. I've been down here on a June day with people from out of town. Let's go sit on the beach and I'll buy you lunch and that kind of stuff. Sorry, Mayor, we're closed. Nope, four o'clock we're open. Nope, sorry, Mayor, we're closed. That's what COVID has done to this community. So our job was to enhance every opportunity we could to be able to allow them to come back. Well, better days are shortly down the road, Mayor. So give us uh, give us the next six months, 12 months blueprint for uh, what people can expect in White Rock. What's going down? Well, we're looking to get um, events back again. So we had Bright Rock and Right Rock, uh, which was formerly the Festival of Lights. So you can see across the way. It was put on a very short notice because there were problems with, you know, what happened the last time around. I won't blame anybody or any group, but we needed something down here. So the, the community took it on. White Rock took it on. We hired a contractor and we've done lights and so on down here. And we're going to continue to expand it. So every year we wanted to get bigger. And you probably know about Porco Quitlam and Lafarge Lake and what they yes. do there. We'll never get that big, but we want to. So that's number one. We hope in the summertime to get things like the Tour de White Rock back, the Sea Festival back. Um, two years ago, we had um, a, a brewery kind of situation down here. Memorial Park was filled with brew houses from all over. I bet you Alex and the BIA brought in as many as 10 or a dozen of them. They brought their own brews in here. You get uh, for a certain amount of money, you got a, a little bit to drink and then you could go and buy some more. What a brilliant idea. And of course it gets all kinds of people. Families, young people, they come down here and have a good time. That's what we're looking at to try and open up again and make this the vibrant community is in the summer. Well, we start the year in 2022 at Jan's on the Beach in White Rock with the mayor. Uh, Alex from the BIA has said we will do the December show uh, to end the year oh. from, from White Rock as well. Any chance we get you back in December and maybe we do it just here for the beard day in White Rock? You know, the truth is, you put this stuff at the table, you can get me back as often as you want. I'm sorry, I, I can't make it in today. I'm not feeling well. I think I've got COVID at the beach. Well, he is the head chief, he so is. I don't think he, he really has to. Yes. Mayor Walker, you're a delight. Thank you so much for joining us. My Cheers. pleasure. Thank Cheers, you, guys. Here you Cheers. go. Cheers. Just here for the beer radio, sponsored in part by Angry Otter Liquor. Check out Angry Otter Liquor stores where local lives. Why choose between assortment and experience when you can have both? Shop the Angry Otter aisles with their trained team and vast curated selection. And with over $400,000 donated last year, know that the dollar you spend stays local. Angry Otter Liquor stores where local lives. Google Angry Otter Liquor stores or angryotterliquor.crs for a location near you. Hey guys, how you doing? Shane here, owner and operator of Good Lad Clothing, 3283 Main Street, right on the corner of Main and 17th next to the General Public Restaurant. Guess what? It's getting cold outside. That means that everybody needs jackets, everybody's going to need hoodies, and we're certainly going to need heavy sweaters, and we have all three of those. Good Lad Clothing, 3283 Main Street. Come on down, grab one of those, and you'll be ready for winter. 
I'm Bailey Murphy, stylist at the award-winning Avant-Garde Hair Studio in Yaletown. We're known for creative hair makeovers, both male and female. And if you're looking for something new this new year, come and see me. 2021 means it's time for a change and a fresh start and a fresh new look. If it's highlights, a fade, or just a bold new style for 2021, talk to me, Bailey Murphy. I'm at Avant-Garde Hair Studio, 1075 Mainland Street in Yaletown, or you can email me, hairbybailey at gmail.com. That's hairbybailey, B-A-I-L-E-Y-Y at gmail.com. You're listening to Just Here for the Beer Radio on Sportsnet 650 AM and 96.9 FM HD3, Canada's original dedicated beer radio broadcast for over a decade. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at JHFTB. It's Just Here for the Beer Radio and your host Joe Leary and Rick Mohabir. We are back at Jans on the Beach. Joe Leary and Rick Mohabir from Just Here for the Beer at JHFTV if you follow us on Instagram and Twitter. We're doing our first show of 2022 from Jans on the Beach in White Rock, focused on the beer scene. And Rick, one of the rules of business is first in wins. But we find that in the beer world, first in brings more to the table. Correct. And the first in White Rock, White Rock Beach Beer. And Bill Haddo is the founder. Welcome to the program. Thank you very much. Nice to be here. Now, you, from what you've been telling us over sips of your amazing pale ale, by the way. i got to tell you, I'm a pale ale guy. We're both IP. We're both hopheads. Well, yes. And remember, you started out as a lager, <laughs> I dude. Did, I did. But that is probably one of the finest pale ales I've had. Congrats. Thank you so much. It's nice to hear. Okay. So you are an educator, and I guess you decided to get a little education in the world of beer. What, 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 what made you swing towards the beer world? Well, it wasn't beer, um, ironically. Uh, my business partner and myself, and he's the other founder of the company, Peter Adams. He's an educator as well. So we're both high school teachers. And... Um, our, our shtick and our whole uh, focus in life was to find something to do after teaching. And so we were always talking about business ideas and what we could do. And we were, you know, throwing stuff around. We had a couple of good ones on the go. They're still on the kind of the back burner, actually. Um, but just down the way here at the iconic Sandpiper Pub, which is no longer a part of White Rock, but it was forever. We were having a couple of cold ones one day. And uh, he looked at the glass. It was Okanagan Springs. He says, why aren't we drinking White Rock beer or a White Rock beer? And I said, they don't have one in White Rock. I lived right around the corner from the Sandpiper at the time. And he said, what about that? And, uh, like, really quickly thereafter, it happened. But, Bill, what, the one thing we've found is that the, the cooperation within the beer community is un- unreal, unreal. But you could go to other brewers, and they could say, hey, here's what you do. Here's, how, here's the bank you talk to. Here's the corners you can cut. Mm-hmm. You being the first in, you probably thought, well, where do, what's point A? Where do we start? Uh, pretty much doing what you said, going out to other breweries and asking questions. Um, the industry is incredibly welcoming. It's crazy. I mean, compared to other businesses, I mean, there's a lot of, you know, we're not telling you what we're doing here sort of stuff. It's probably the only industry where you'll be able to see that, right, where you actually have a competitor, a potential competitor, yeah. and you're helping, them in, you're helping them through the door. It, it, it's off the charts. It really is. I mean, everybody we went to is, come on in. Welcome to the game. What do you want to know? What can we show you? Awesome. And... Um, in, in a really weird way, um, one of the very first people we met doing that is now our brewer, or Bruce for us. Mm-hmm. So it just it's all connected out there, yeah. and uh, it's, a, it's a wonderful thing. And then once you get the capital and once you get the brewer or you know, the, the beer team, I should say, then you need the gear. You need city council to be backing you, and I'm guessing that was pretty cool here. It was cool. It was an interesting uh, experience because, I mean, they've got a big binder. It's like you think. You go to City Hall, they've got the binder with all the different sections in it. 
And so they go to the uh, business section, and then they start flipping for breweries, and it's not in there. <laughs> and it's like, uh, we're not quite sure. So it was a lot of consultation with them, which was nice, um, just hands-on. We sort of worked through it with them as opposed to them saying, you know, here's Here, your here's regulations, you do, you yeah. do that, that, that. Yeah. Um, and so it was refreshing that way. Was there any concern, because again, we've talked about this, and we, as we mentioned to the mayor, we're not naming any areas or neighborhoods or municipalities in particular, but some councils are more progressive than others when it comes to foresight and, and seeing the value here. Others might think, well, maybe that brings a bad element to the area. We don't want drinkers coming down to our part of the world. Did you have any concerns that there might be some roadblocks thrown your way? Uh, you always wonder. I mean, White Rock's a pretty uh, quiet little town. It's got that reputation. Yeah. You know, it was a ret- retirement place. And so, you know, in the back of our minds, it was we wondered whether it'd be, re- you know, well-received or not. But um, it was. I mean, they, they, they supported it all the way. I think they saw that it was something, you know, needed to maybe revitalize the uptown area a little bit. Um, somebody did their homework and figured out that uh, craft breweries were the, the thing, you know, going on right now in the world. And so they, well, they to build to build on what you say, I think it just brings a different clientele in, into the area. Right. Like, you know, traditionally, most people will think, you know, it's a younger, um, hipper um you know the millennial type, but it, it's not really. You you get a lot of families. You you've got families with the young ones in tow. You've got some older folks. You got old farts like us. Well, Joe. yeah, and then in the old days, you sat in the OB and drank Bud Light. Well, okay, exactly. but and, but again, then there's nothing wrong with that. Beer is what you want it to be, but you know, the craft beer sort of has a panache to it. It really does. Mm-hmm. It's like a, a couple of years ago, some somebody was talking to me about that beer show I do. Oh, they, oh, you do all that those flavored beers. It's just beer. It's just beer at the end of the day. Craft beer is beer. You must have been delighted and realized that you were on the right track when not only did you open up locations, but um, you saw that another brewer decided to move into the neighborhood as well. Yeah, I mean, we knew that right away that, you know, someone was going to come after us and follow us um, to the game. And so um, when it happened, it wasn't a surprise or, it's you know, and again, it's because of the industry and the way it is and, and uh, everybody collegially working together it was not like, oh, my God, we don't want anybody else. Yeah. We're it. We know how it works. You know, the more you get around in the area, the more come to the area, exactly. and everybody feeds everybody else. Yep. So when Scott and Pam showed up at our bar one day, and they were, you know, clients of ours at one point, and we had uh, had a long talk. Apparently, Pam reminded me one day that, you know, we were wel- welcoming or getting ready to welcome the next person. She came in and said, we're it. Mm-hmm. We're the next people. Yeah. And um, it's great. I mean, we, we're, we're pretty proud to be the Trailblazers, actually, in the area, that's for sure. Our guest is Bill Haddo, who is the uh, founder or co-founder of White Rock Beach Beer, WR Beach Beer on Instagram, whiterockbeachbeer.com. So let's talk beer. Bill, what uh, what did you uh, decide to do when being the first in White Rock? What did you decide you're going to launch with? Well, we were so small. I mean, I, it's a whole other story. I won't get into all that. But we were so small when we started. We could only make a couple of different types of beer. Um, so we, and knowing White Rock the way it is again, and knowing it kind of a, you know, rigid, if that's the word, um, area, um, you know, we wanted to stay just kind of traditional with our beers. We didn't want to go crazy with the flavoring and that kind of stuff. So we started with a pale ale and, uh, my partner and I both like dark beers. So we started with American brown ale as well. Those are our two flagship beers and we named them after the, the West beach and the East beach here. And, uh, the pale ale, uh, as you mentioned, is, is a good beer it's for us. It's yeah. outstanding. So we've, uh, we've, we've ridden those uh, coattails for a long time, that beer. It was our number one seller forever. Um, I can see why. Yeah. And, uh, again, we were low. I mean, we, we had three, four, five. We got to five on our taps. It was a historic event. Uh, we're now up to eight. Um, and 
it's been replaced. Our, our neck and neck now is with this Pilsner we just recently did and started putting in cans. And uh, we, we didn't want to, uh, like I said, go crazy. We wanted just traditional stuff. We didn't even go for a Pilsner or lager for the longest time. We just we just wanted ales and... Uh, so have you found now the, the, the more established crowd in, in your neighborhood here? Yeah. Have, have they flocked in to, to try some of these different styles yeah for sure and as Joe says it's an older crowd in, in this part of the world and it's an older crowd that comes in our place you think it's you know again craft beer is you know the young hipster thing it's not and I think the people that uh, live in our neighborhood are really really stoked that they've got their own little place they can come to and taste these beers and it's it's funny how they go from you know hey thanks for being here I really appreciate you we like your beer till one batch comes out it'll taste a little different and it's craft brewing <laughs> yeah and yeah. The, the, here comes your guy and it's like that's not your pale ale you know, like what's going on here, and so they hold you to account pretty, pretty well. Which is kind of nice that they're familiar with your product oh, yeah. to the point where they're like, uh, "This isn't quite right. This is you got to get this back." <laughs> so okay. you poured a porter for us. Tell yes. us about this. It's a Baltic style porter, so uh, little sweetness to it, um, not as heavy at all. You know, as it, it looks would look. like it would be heavier than it is. Yeah, for sure. So it's a, like I said, it's a different, little bit different style porter. Um, again, we're dark beer fans, so we wanted something like that. It's one of our original beers, so it's been around since we started. Um, it's not for everybody. You know, we get yeah, that. You know, everybody doesn't want a dark oh, for sure. beer. But, um, but when you're on, on, in front of Jan's on the beach on a, on a wet January day, right? it goes down pretty nice, doesn't it, Ray? You know what? It, I'm, I'm very impressed. It, yeah. it, it, nice and light, like yeah. you said. Good flavors, nice and rich. And yeah. So not quite easy. Where do people find White Rock Beach Beer location, your hours, your tasting room, your treats? What what all goes on? Well, we're right uptown White Rock. We're on the corner of uh, basically the corner of Russell and uh, Johnston, uh, just a block west of that. We have our uh, production facility and our tasting room lounge side by each there. Um, we're not open crazy hours. We're, we're open noon every day, most uh, nights just till 8 o'clock. Um, Friday nights we're open till 9 um, our license is till 11, so if it's busier, we've sure. got that option to stay open. Nice. But, um, you know, we want to keep it, you know, just cozy, and uh, we don't, you know, want to get crazy. You know what happens in the later hours in the evening when people are drinking, you know? <laughs> Not that we've ever no, done No, we've, we've, we've heard some stories. We've heard some Well, uh, Bill, I'll tell you this. Uh, the BIA has told us that we'll do the final show of December uh, in White Rock. I'm guessing you'll have another partner in, in the uh, industry by then as well. Just something tells me that there might be a new a new player springing up. Don't be surprised. White Rock Beach Beer, Bill Haddo, the co-founder. Um, you can check them out on Instagram at WRBeachBeer, whiterockbeachbeer.com. Pleasure to have you, sir. Thank you. Cheers, you guys. Cheers. Cheers. With Alex Jobson, real estate advisor of City to Suburb Real Estate Group from the Sutton Group West Coast Realty. Two decades of award-winning service. And Alex, what is the most important thing to look for when one seeks out a real estate advisor? Trust. No doubt in my mind. It needs to be trust. The governing bodies in our area for real estate um, put in place uh, things to protect you. However, you are spending on average in this market a million dollars, give or take, you need to be able to trust the realtor that you're asking to help you. And in your nearly two decades, you have built trust as well. You can find out some testimonials on citytosuburb.ca. He's Alex Jobson, real estate advisor, City to Suburb Real Estate Group of the Sutton Group West Coast Realty. Feeling strong and fit is an important element of life, but sometimes people forget to take advantage of maintaining it. 
that's where I come in. I'm Troy from T-Squared Personal Training, located in the Sandman Hotel in downtown Vancouver. In just two or three visits a week, I can have you in great shape and the top of your game. Book an appointment and check out my gravity training system. You'll get a full body intense workout in as little as 60 minutes. Visit my website, tsquaredvancouverpersonaltraining.com or find me on Twitter at tsquaredpt. Just here for the Beer Radio, sponsored in part by Angry Otter Liquor. Check out Angry Otter Liquor stores where local lives. Why choose between assortment and experience when you can have both? Shop the Angry Otter aisles with their trained team and vast curated selection. And with over $400,000 donated last year, know that the dollar you spend stays local. Angry Otter Liquor stores where local lives. Google Angry Otter Liquor stores or angryotterliquor.crs for a location near you. This is just here for the beer radio on Sportsnet 650 AM and 96.9 HD3, a Vancouver broadcast tradition since 2010. Check out the audio podcast at justhereforthebeer.com and follow us on Instagram and Twitter at JHFTB. Here again are your hosts, Joe Leary and Rick Moabeer. Just here for the Beer Radio, Sportsnet 6.50 AM, also 96.9 FM, HD3. First show of 2022, Joe Larry and Rick Mohabir from Just Here for the Beer at JHFTV from Jans on the Beach in White Rock. A yes, sir. show focusing on the White Rock Beach beer scene because now it's a scene. And yes. it's funny because three years ago, we, we know we were talking about the, the origins of beer and somebody comes into a neighborhood and next thing you know, more will follow. And now there's a full-blown scene. We're talking to Three Dogs Brewing. We've got Matt Glazier, who is the brewer, and uh, Scott Ketty, who is the president of Three Dogs Brewing. Welcome hello, to the hello, program. Hello. Well, thanks Gentlemen. For having us. Nice Thank you for having us. Isn't, yes. it, isn't it cool to be part of a scene? Because again, you know, you, you need, unlike any other business, Brewers, there's a community, there's a fraternity in, in the brewing world that's sort of unlike any other. And if you have any questions, you can go to Brewer A or, or Brewery Bundaburg number two that will sort of help you out in terms of how you jump through the hoops to get things done. It certainly is. Uh, it's wonderful. The more opportunities there are for somebody to come to a community and drink beer, uh, the better it is. And yes, there's a huge collaboration between neighboring breweries. It's, I, don't, I don't find it like a typical business. Other businesses, this is very, very, very cooperative. I mean, I can be, we can be in the middle of a brew and be short on a, on a hop or a, or a beer and I can phone the, one of the other breweries and hey, do you have any of this? Yeah, come on down, grab yeah, it, and, it and head back up. It's we'll, like if Cactus Club runs out of ribeye. You think they're going to Earl's? <laughs> yeah. I, 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 don't, I, don't, I don't think it so. It has happened <laughs> more than many yeah. times yeah. In, in in this community. So, so, so uh, Matt, you're the brewer. How did you get involved in brewing? What what made you want to do this? Uh, Scott and I started brewing together a long time ago. Well, he started on his own, and then I just kind of like just home brewing. Just home brewing on a on a fairly nice home brewing system, though I I must say. Um, and then, uh, yeah, the business just kind of started after a while, and uh, I went to SFU, took the program there, um, but originally just learned from Scott and trial by error. You know, it's really interesting to hear some of the backgrounds on a lot of our brewers, right? And part of it is that that home brew experience yeah. and, and kind of getting your feet wet in, in that respect and then kind of upscaling it from there and either taking a program or... or, or you know, going in and apprenticing with somebody. Yeah, how, how I got in, started in brewing, home brewing, is it started with a horrible U-brew experience. <laughs> it did. I, we, long story, but I'll make it short. We uh, did a, home, a U-brew, and it was just god-awful. And I went, I can do better than this at home. And 
Why can't I? So that's how it started. And I got into home brewing. Um, and then I found out that they have competitions, homebrew competitions. So I thought, oh, so we sent some beers in. We actually, first ones were pretty marginal. And then uh, we started winning some competitions. And then, then I realized they need beer judges. I don't know, sure, well, I can do that. A beer nice. judge. I like to drink beer. I can judge a beer. Holy cow, this has got to be easy. It was one of the hardest things I ever had to yes, do. Yes, to get certified. style specific, to, right? Well, there's 115 different beer styles with three and four subcategories in each, and you got to know them. But I learned a ton about beers and brewing through getting my certification. Mm. And then when we, when we started looking around to open a little business here in White Rock, uh, people said, yeah, we're going to do this or that, uh, ice cream store or whatever. Somebody said, well, why don't you sell a beer? Can we do that? Well, apparently you can. So we went through the process and ran the numbers, and we started with a small little storefront up on, on North Bluff, and it's grown from there. And Matt came in and learned to brew and took the SFU course, and he's been instrumental in helping us develop uh, beers at this point. And Yeah, uh, he's a, just, him having the judging it's, uh, makes for a hard critic when I make <laughs> I was just going to say. He's very honest when I make new beers, so well, it's, and uh, the thing it's good. Is, like, I've, honest. I've been involved in judging, and how you judge number one versus how you judge number 21, sometimes you have to go back and review your judging criteria oh, because yeah, you're yeah. finding so many different things. So, okay, you decide to start brewing. You decide to create some beers. How do you put your menu together, Matt? What, do you, what, do you, what we, did you decide we, you wanted to do? We kind of came up with the original menu, and we have a bunch of staples that we still to this day have, like our uh, our Porter, our Rattler, our Bayside Blonde, well, which I don't hold, think we hold, hold on a second. Let's talk about that Rattler, because yeah. this is this is some, some kind of Rattler. It's a good summer What drink. is this? So it's a lemon and ginger-infused Rattler, uh, 3.5%. So it's... Uh, this could be in a Kool-Aid jug in my fridge right now. Easily. Oh, easy. Easily. Easy. Do you yeah. know how easy this yeah. would go down? Little, like, this would sneak up is, on you. This is Lake beer for sure. Yeah. This is Lake Yeah, this is, this is the, sure. the, the beer you give to your girlfriend and she goes, I, I can't taste the alcohol in this drink. And that's the, uh, well, that's the plan. Beer, Come here, little This is the beer you give to someone who goes, no, I don't like beer. No, no, try try this one. Yeah. This, and no, we do. And it's, yeah. a ga- it's a gateway beer. Yeah, it, it is, really is. Sure. Yeah. 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 That's what we sure. call it. Yeah. Our gateway beer. So let's talk about the, the core then of uh, Three Dogs Brewing. What, 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 are your, what are your staples? What are the stars in your lineup? Uh, I would say our Sea Dog IPA. It's a smash. S-M-A-S-H stands for single malt and single hop. So it's just two basically ingredients other than water and yeast. Um, uh, that IPA is a big one. Our Porter is a big one. Uh, Murphy's Lager, named after my Rottweiler, um, <laughs> is a big one. <laughs> um, and uh, which one else? What else? What else? Oh, I mean, if we were out of uh, our Bayside Blonde, uh, yeah. we, the, what, what ends up happening is we have, we have a fixed number of taps, a facility, you know, be able to pour beer. And everybody that comes in, we have lots of regulars now. They all have their favorites. Mm. And we're out of one. We're getting snoos from somebody. Yeah. yeah. About, hey, you don't years, have my, so. my, my lava dog on or, or whatever. But, so now yeah. we've, again, we've talked about this with one of your, your colleagues here, but... How has the neighborhood responded to some of your newer styles? I would say quite well. Um, like we just came out with this new sour recently because uh, we just got overwhelmingly amount of requests for a sour. So I decided to make a new sour. It's a kind of like a pear plum tropically flavored sour. Um, and it's like I'm almost out of it already. So um, 
newer newer styles are hazier IPAs, uh, citrusy kind of beers. We we came out with our Feliz Navi Dog Porter, which has espresso. <laughs> Feliz Navi Dog. Yeah, it's good, that. eh? Well, it's a Kahlua espresso porter. Kahlua and a, espresso. So, yeah, yeah. It's, how did it's I miss good. that one? Exactly. Yeah, 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 it's a good one. Um, but yeah, feel free to crack it open. Yeah, and, uh, go for it. Let's, uh, let's do that. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm getting. Well, <laughs> so when when Rick mentioned the reaction, and again, I I think we're somewhat stereotyping just because White Rock has a lot of more of a retirement type of a attitude to it. That doesn't mean that retired people don't enjoy something new and refreshing as well. I agree. And uh, you know, you I, I'm sure your 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 clientele is everything from 19 to 99, because if you have if you make a good beer, people will come. We we have been embraced by the community and uh they've been very supportive uh, of uh of three dogs in general and new beers in in uh, as well so it's uh, a lot of times the pressure for a new beer comes from the community they say hey, oh you should uh, you don't have this or you which i i always like so we, we listen to to what our, our customers are telling us and uh, a lot of times we'll we'll try new beers based on that so by virtue of your name, Three Dogs Brewing, I'm guessing you're dog-friendly and you're dog-oriented. Matt, you mentioned your uh, Rottweiler. Yeah. Are, are you a dog guy? Are you dog crazy? What, what's the story? <laughs> yeah, the original the original Three Dogs uh, were our three dogs, my, myself and, uh, and my spouse and my wife, Pam. Uh, we had three dogs. We had two boxers and a little bug dog, Bailey. Uh, so was, there was there was the three dogs, <laughs> Jake, Maggie, and Bailey. Now the two of the boxes are passed on, but we've replaced. We're still back to three dogs. So we have one of our managers has a Rottweiler, and Matt has a Rottweiler, and we sell a bug dog. So we're still three dogs brewing. So we didn't have to change our name to one dog left. So <laughs> yeah. And there was and there was three of us that started. So it kind of just all yeah, flowed so together. Originally, so the three dogs were us. Yeah. Yeah. We're working with dogs yeah. to get her open. But you're not fixated on crazy dog puns in the names necessarily. If right? it if it if lends it works, itself it to it, we'll do yeah, it. But okay. no, we're not. We don't, any we don't hide away from it. Any rejected names that you might want to oh. share? Oh. <laughs> yeah, there's hey, been we're a few, in front of the boss here, by the way. <laughs> he, will, he will decide if this airs or not. But, yeah. uh, but no, so what are, what are some of the names? Well, we have uh, Shih Tzu Faced, which is uh, one of our IPAs, Shih Tzu Faced yeah. IPA. Mm -hmm. uh, we're coming up with a new beer, which is a, a play on that one called I Shit You Not. We have Dogs with Balls. Uh, we have... I like Big Mutts. I like I Big, big Mutts, mutts yeah. Yes. And we have that one here for you to try yeah. that. Um, so we have, uh, yeah, anytime we uh, we have a Christmas beer that we came up with called Up on the Wooftop. <laughs> so, we, I mean, we, have, we have a lot of beers just named after, like, our family friends or their dogs. Like, there's a Jake's IPA, there's a Hudson, there's a... Yeah, Hudson was Murphy's. a dog I had a long time yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah. Then we have a Murphy's Lager, mm -hmm. uh, so, which is his dog's name. So, yeah, we'll we'll just use dog, name, dog names as well from, awesome. uh, from our family. So where is Three Dog Brewing, Three Dogs Brewing located? Three Dogs Brewing is in Uptown White Rock. Right now, it's at the corner of Russell and Johnson. Uh, you say right now. What does that mean? In about two to three weeks, it'll be moved. Okay. We're in the process of moving it now to a brand new, spanky new location, a new brewery. Uh, it's just being fitted out. We should be opening by the end of January. Fingers crossed, toes crossed. Uh, we're there. We All the we're brewing there. equipment has been moved over. We're just in the process of setting it back up and nice. uh, testing the equipment. Um, so, yeah, we'll be open imminently. It's going to be a... Well, I should tell you that uh, Cam is the boss of uh, Sportsnet 650. He's a big fan of Three Dogs Brewing, so he was pretty excited to, uh, to do this segment. Yeah. Well, the, yeah. the nice thing about this, too, is it's going to expand uh, the beer scene in Wet Rock as well because Three Dogs is moving, and our current location is going to become uh, the Beer Shack, which yeah. is a tap room. 
Nice. So it will we'll be featuring beers from all over BC and Washington State and Oregon and California. Yeah. So we'll have 20 to 30 beers on tap. So be able yeah. to come get uh, our craft beers. Uh, our neighboring craft breweries will be there as well and uh, get other other beers from other breweries. Well, this so. is our January show. We are back here in December. The BIA has told us we're doing a December show to wrap up 2022, and I'm sure you'll be have some really exciting things to tell us when we, when we reconvene. Certainly will. Most definitely. Matt and Scott, thank you so much for joining us. Cheers. Cheers, thank fellas. You, thank you. Guys. Cheers. I'm just here for the I'm Bailey Murphy, stylist at the award-winning Avant-Garde Hair Studio in Yaletown. We're known for creative hair makeovers, both male and female. And if you're looking for something new this new year, come and see me. 2021 means it's time for a change and a fresh start and a fresh new look. If it's highlights, a fade, or just a bold new style for 2021, talk to me, Bailey Murphy. I'm at Avant-Garde Hair Studio, 1075 Mainland Street in Yaletown, or you can email me, hairbybailey at gmail.com. That's hairbybailey, B-A-I-L-E-Y-Y at gmail.com. With Alex Jobson, real estate advisor of City to Suburb Real Estate Group from the Sutton Group West Coast Realty. Two decades of award-winning service. And Alex, what is the most important thing to look for when one seeks out a real estate advisor? Trust. No doubt in my mind. It needs to be trust. The governing bodies in our area for real estate um, put in place uh, things to protect you. However, you are spending on average in this market a million dollars, give or take, you need to be able to trust the realtor that you're asking to help you. And in your nearly two decades, you have built trust as well. You can find out some testimonials on citytosuburb.ca. He's Alex Jobson, real estate advisor, City to Suburb Real Estate Group of the Sutton Group West Coast Realty. Listening to Just Here for the Beer Radio on Sportsnet 650 AM and 96.9 FM HD3, Canada's original dedicated beer radio broadcast for over a decade. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at JHFTB. It's Just Here for the Beer Radio and your hosts, Joe Leary and Rick Mohabir. And we are back at Jans on the Beach. Joe Larry and Rick Mohabir of Just Here for the Beer at JHFTV. Of course, broadcasting on Sportsnet, 6.50 a.m., also at 96.9 FM HD3. We are doing a dedicated show focused on the beers and the brewers of White Rock because now, Rick, there is an actual scene. That is yes. a statement we could not have made three, Don't four years ago. Don't you love hearing that? I, I love it. I, I love, love it. it. And it just goes to show that, you know, when people think, you know, aren't breweries like kind of maxed out? Yeah, maybe in some areas they are, but there's others that are just starting to realize that, hey, we can be a neighborhood as well. Our guest is uh, Doug Card, who is the co-founder, or the founder, I the should founder, say, yeah. of Galaxy Brides. Nobody else. <laughs> share the credit with you. I, you know the work. The I, I wish I had some other guys for more funding and income. <laughs> the founder of Galaxy Brewing, spelled G-A-L-A-X-I-E, Galaxy exactly. uh, uh, Galaxy. Uh, is is okay. So in the hierarchy, not the hierarchy, in the, in the history of White Rock beer, where does Galaxy come into play? We're the babies. The babies. Yeah, we're, we're the, the little new, babies. New kids oh, on the we're the just newbie. learning how to walk. Right. Yeah. Right. We came down here. Um, we actually leased a space uh, down here in West Beach. We're the only brewery down here at the beach, um, and I assigned the lease March 2020. Oh boy. So oh. my family thought we were absolutely nuts. Uh, they were kind of like. I said, okay, you know, I'm going to open a brewery. And they're like, okay, yeah. uh, that, that's a great idea. Yeah. What's that smoking? Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, 
But I, I knew it was going to take like a year, year and a half to, to get the place open, which it did. And uh, we really got lucky. So we opened up mid-July, literally a week after things totally got relaxed, like all the oh, physical oh, distancing. Oh. And so we had a great summer. It was just the patio was packed. It was fantastic. And then winter hits. And I'm like, yeah. when's summer coming back again? <laughs> yeah. I can't wait. I can't wait. Yeah, so um, we rented this old building and uh, did the, uh, you know, all the renovations and the demo, a lot of the hard work we did ourselves because we're just a family-run brewery. It's me, my wife, and my two kids that are 22 and 25, and they they both work behind the bar. So it's a true family business in in every sense. It's a family business whether you want it to be or not. (laughs) It's a family business. You're working. It is. Yeah, well, that's basically we said that you're doing this. Sure, yeah. Yeah, you're working at this brewery when it opens. It worked out good. So you, you used that, that uh, date of March 2020, and if memory serves correct, weren't we visited by our, our old friend COVID-19 around that time? Yeah. What, what yeah. was your thought when all of a sudden it's like, are you kidding me? I got to yeah. shut operations or I got to scale back? Yeah. What was your thought? Well, we were, you know, throughout the course of uh, opening the place, there was, it was stressful. There was a lot of sleepless nights and the COVID thing. I remember during the year, my wife and I were, you know, glued to the TV and that, like, you know, they said there's a vaccine, and we're like, oh, yeah, 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 this is good. This is really good, right? And then, uh, um, yeah, so it was uh, quite stressful. But, you know, we thought opening a business like this, opening any business, it can be very risky. It's inherently yeah. risky. You're spending a lot of money. Um, you know, you're not sure if it's going to work out. Uh, so we thought, let's just go for it, right? Um, and, and the main reason we decided to do it is... Um, it was actually COVID. I was like thinking to myself, you know, life's short. I don't think I can keep doing my desk job for What was another, your desk job out of curiosity? Uh, IT. Okay. Yeah, and I'm actually still working full time. <laughs> we've, we've met a number of brewery owners guys that, that, that are IT guys. Yeah, because yeah. they're nerdy and they're yeah. kind of well-rounded. I know computer well stuff. I can make beer, <laughs> right? Um, so you yeah, decided so, to lose money in beer. That's, uh, that's yeah, great. Yeah. And we are losing money in beer, actually, <laughs> as a matter of fact. Um, but I'm still working full time, yeah. so it's a yeah. uh, it's a uh, labor of love. It's yeah. busy. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I work during the day. It's all remote these days. Mm-hmm. No one's going in the office. And then I just come down here at night and brew and serve and talk to customers. And so, well, we've seen you uh, as we've been waiting in the in the green room, if you will, at Jan's on the beach. We've we've seen you kind of fellowshipping with the other breweries, and that's the thing that is so key in this industry is that there's this. This connection, this bond that you all have where you'll help each other out, you'll lend information, you'll lend resources if need be. And I guess that probably pay, played into Galaxy's launch as well. Oh, you know what? I couldn't have said it better. You, you absolutely nailed it. I mean, those guys, we're best friends, and we weren't before this. Mm-hmm. And I reached out to Pam and Scott and, um, and Bill and Peter, and those guys were fantastic. I just tortured them with questions, and they were just totally helpful you know with with everything dealing with the city and liquor license questions and um we scott and i both brew so you know we had talked a lot about we have the same system and so i was asking them a ton of questions about that and we probably i don't think we could have done it honestly yeah they were fantastic those guys you know and again we we've talked about this before joe we love this camaraderie within this industry because it's it's one unlike you will find in any business sector Anywhere. Well, I'll remind you of a story we've told before, and this, to me, says it better than you could imagine. Years ago, not that many, maybe four or five years ago, the head brewer of Steel and Oak in New Westminster was seriously injured, mm-hmm. uh, bike riding in the U.S., and he got smacked by a truck. Had to be airlifted back to Vancouver. And Jordan Foss, who runs Steel and Oak, said that he got calls from other breweries going, do you need a brewer? 
Can I yeah. lend you a body? Wow. Like, yeah. who does that? No, no oh, other no. business does. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it is. It, it, it would be like, you know, Jan, Lucy, and a cook. And yeah. 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 I don't think anyone's going to send one over. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 No, it's, it's, yeah. It's, it's very unique. But it's also vital to all that makes you successful because, you know, others came before you. Um, you know, they can show you the ropes, and, and gladly they do that, because, again, I don't think any other industry follows suit. No. But, um, and you will pay that back, you know, because there's going to be a fourth brewer in, in White Rock. I've started. Yeah, I've exactly. started. Like yeah. Brookswood. They're opening up Brookswood Brewing. Yes. The Lang- the Lang- yeah. Lang- yeah. yeah, and yeah. those guys came out in the summer, and I spent a couple hours on the patio over yeah. beers and answered all their questions. Yeah. I was happy to do it. Right. So let's talk about uh, the Galaxy Brewing family then. Not not the personal family, but yeah. the family of beers. What, yeah. what, did, what did you decide? Did you look at the marketplace and go, okay, they're doing this, they're doing that, I'm going to do these? Yeah. Well, honestly, I think... Uh, our original plan was uh, we were actually negotiating a lease on a property uptown where, where the other guys are, um, and it kind of fell through, and then we were, you know, on the sideline looking for a new property, and I remember spending uh, every morning I'd get up on look on Realtor and look, okay, is there anything for lease? And ironically, this place popped up uh, because of COVID. It was an exercise studio, and they couldn't open, and they just walked away from their lease. And I looked at this place and I was like, oh, you know, it was built in the 50s. Actually, just built, part of it was built in the 30s. Oh, wow. And the other half was built in the 50s. And I was like, oh, you know, renovating this place, yeah. it could be a nightmare. And it was. <laughs> uh, but I thought, you know what, being at the beach would be very can't cool. Beat you can't yeah. beat it. It's an incredible spot. Uh, and we get a ton of feedback from customers who absolutely love it. There's no other place where you can come down here and hang out with your buddies and have a beer and play Battleship. <laughs> or crib or yeah. whatever, yeah. and I, we love it. We love it. We're we're just thrilled to now, be down here. In normal times, and we're getting closer. We hope to normal times. Fingers crossed. But in normal times, I, I'm guessing this place certainly during peak season is just swamped with locals. It's swamped with lower mainlanders. It's swamped with U.S. visitors. Yeah, we're right by the border. Right by the, exactly. Yeah. You can see the yeah. border from here. So so it, it, as you. In your history so far, what has been the feedback, and where is your customer base? Is it largely based residents, local, or is it is it from from all over? In the summer, it's all over the yeah, place. Yeah. It was sunny this past Sunday, Joe. Yes, and we were packed. There's a there's a street coming down here behind our brewery at Victoria. The cars were lined up 20 deep. People were like just clamoring to yeah. get wow. out in the nice weather. Yeah. We had people sitting on our patio. It was warmer outside than it was inside that old building. <laughs> and people were sitting out there. It was such a nice feeling. It just brought back great memories of, of when we were busy. And that was people from everywhere. So you re- referenced the old building. And for those that are familiar with the the locales of White Rock, what, what was the old building? And, and where is it located right now? Okay, so we're everybody... Most people know where the boathouse is on Marine. We're right directly north or behind the boathouse. And uh, it's, uh, yeah, right on the corner of Vidal and Victoria. And the history of the building is quite cool. So back in the the 40s and 50s, it was the phone exchange for this area, BCTEL. So when when we did the renovations on the cement floor, we, we took off, we profiled it and took off like a couple millimeters to get ready to put down an epoxy. We found all these corings, every foot all the way along the building, and it would have been phone lines coming up and down. And then it was uh, White Rock Ironworks uh, took it over, and they had it for like 10 years. And they actually have a big I-beam they put in that I use for brewing. I lift like almost a ton of wet malt out of equipment on a hoist using that. So that's very cool. And they did all the... um, 
all the iron works on the pier, okay. all those pieces that come off. And then after that, it was Turtle Recording Studio. And they were there. Right. There's right. like eight or ten well-known bands that cut albums there, including yeah. ACDC and others. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that was Exercise Studio. And I was like, you know, we don't need another exercise studio <laughs> around here. There's hundreds of those things. We need another brewery. Exercise, so exercise. Let's, yeah, let's smash this place down. And that's what we did. We just gutted the place. You, you yeah. know, it's it, it's great. And the thing is, you were the new kid on the block. And yeah, we are. as we've, we've told other guests, is that uh, the BIA, which made this show possible in White Rock, tells us we're doing our last show of December, or last show of 2022 in White Rock as well. And we know that there will be a newer kid on the block by then right. because that's just the way the beer business operates. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we, we're all hoping for it. Yeah. I think it would be great. Yeah, I, I think, and the main reason is um, look no further than Port Moody. Yes. And, like, my son and his friends were heading out there. This was a couple weekends ago, and I was like, what are you doing going out there for? But mm -hmm. it's a destination. Yeah. Yes. And, and I, don't, I don't know if that's we're on the, the map word. yet. I don't know if we're on the well, map. Well, no, yet. but it's funny because, you know, Doug, we joke about this, but you, there is a scene here now. Yeah. That's a conversation yeah. we wouldn't have had a couple years ago. Mm -hmm. And the fact is, is that going forward, the, the, the main players will, will be here in existence, yeah. and there will be a new or maybe two new entries. At some point, it might just sort of max out. But yeah. obviously, there's something going on in White Rock and Beer Wine. There's something special here, and yeah. I'll tell you what it is. It's like... The, the zoning is friendly for manufacturing on-premise, which is huge. It's a cool little tiny community. Yes, like, yeah. it's, it's, a, you it's know, a physically wise, and they're putting up all these towers uptown. Yeah. I just, it just fits, I think, this kind of, this brewery and, business here. And you've got a BIA that gets it, and you've got a mayor that likes beer. Yeah, that's a perfect marriage. That right is, works out well. <laughs> it works out well. It's called yeah. Galaxy Brewing, G-A-L-A-X-I-E, on Vidal, Vidal Street. Vidal Street, Vidal yeah. Street, yeah. 22 Vidal Street. Right behind the boathouse. Uh, Doug Card is the founder. Uh, thank you so much, man. Cheers. No problem. Thanks, Cheers, guys. Buddy. I really appreciate it. I'm Bailey Murphy, stylist at the award-winning Avant-Garde Hair Studio in Yaletown. We're known for creative hair makeovers, both male and female. And if you're looking for something new this new year, come and see me. 2021 means it's time for a change and a fresh start and a fresh new look. If it's highlights, a fade, or just a bold new style for 2021, talk to me, Bailey Murphy. I'm at Avant-Garde Hair Studio, 1075 Mainland Street in Yaletown, or you can email me, hairbybailey at gmail.com. That's hairbybailey, B-A-I-L-E-Y-Y at gmail.com. Just here for the Beer Radio, sponsored in part by Angry Otter Liquor. Check out Angry Otter Liquor stores where local lives. Why choose between assortment and experience when you can have both? Shop the Angry Otter aisles with their trained team and vast curated selection. And with over $400,000 donated last year, know that the dollar you spend stays local. Angry Otter Liquor stores where local lives. Google Angry Otter Liquor stores or angryotterliquor.crs for a location near you. Hey guys, how you doing? Shane here, owner and operator of Good Lad Clothing, 3283 Main Street, right on the corner of Main and 17th next to the General Public Restaurant. Guess what? It's getting cold outside. That means that everybody needs jackets, everybody's going to need hoodies, and we're certainly going to need heavy sweaters, and we have all three of those. Good Lad Clothing, 3283 Main Street. Come on down, grab one of those, and you'll be ready for winter. This is just here for the Beer Radio on Sportsnet 650 AM and 96.9 HD3, a Vancouver broadcast tradition since 2010. Check out the audio podcast at justhereforthebeer.com and follow us on Instagram and Twitter at JHFTB. Here again are your hosts, Joe Leary and Rick Moabeer. Just here for the Beer Radio, 
our dedicated White Rock uh, Beer Scene uh, Brewery Show. Also, our first show of 2022. Yes, sir. Joe Leary, along with Rick Mohabir from Just Here for the Beer at JHFTB, broadcasting from Jan's on the Beach. Ladies and gentlemen, we have Jan. Jan. Yes. <laughs> Jan, wait. Uh, so tell us about Jan's on the Beach. Um, we are a seafood and more restaurant. Um, we're just going into year 11, so we've been down here wow. for quite a while. Um, yeah, we... Uh, You're a White Rock staple. You're an institution. You're, we are now, yes. You, you are now. <laughs> she, she's, she's so, you know, calm and cool and collected about it. Especially when you throw that word out there. Yeah. And I think when uh, I could say you're at 14989 Marine Drive, but people that know White Rock would know you from where is Jan's on the Beach in respect to White Rock? Right between the museum and the pier. There you go. Okay. See, I'm not a local, no, so yeah, I, I don't know, know that stuff. But um, I will tell you this, and I only found this out of like an hour ago that we've been doing this show from here. And I did not know that you're not even open today. You open today to do the really? White Rock beer show for yes. us. That is, <laughs> that is so you. cool. You said seafood and more. Uh, we all just chowed down. Uh, our, our friend and boss, producer Cam, had a burger. Black and chicken burger with okay. brie. Okay. Rick yeah. Moabier had? He had one of each. Yes. Yeah. And what was the other one? That was the, the sirloin brisket okay. uh, sirloin with brisket. a smoked cheddar. And I had? The sirloin brisket. No, it, it was just amazing. And again, I when I think of White Rock, for some reason, I just think of seafood. But as you said, you're seafood and more. Right. Okay. Yes. What's, what's it been like down here in, in the last little while? Crazy time for you. Um, yeah, it's been it's been pretty up and down. Um, last summer was really good. Uh, you know, when COVID was sort of, you know, going downhill and... Or seeming, seemingly going downhill. Yes, yes, seemingly yeah. going away. Yeah. Yes. So, but, um, you know, anytime it's sunny, it's busy down yeah. here. Yeah. It's, well, it's, it's, it's a great yeah. part of the world. And the thing is, again, like not having been to Jan's on the Beach before, and I will be back, um, beer is obviously something that is really growing in this neighborhood. Mm -hmm. And it's nice to see that you've got the support of the local community and they have your back as well. Yes, it's a nice small community and yeah. everybody helps everybody else. Um, you know, we had Bill's beer on tap, uh, White Rock Beach beer, mm -hmm. as soon as, mm -hmm. pretty much as soon as he opened and uh, just, you know, got it on tap and, and it's been really popular. Always nice to see the mayor pop, pop oh, in, which, yes. which, which he did. Um, and again, so if I'm coming down, I'm coming to White Rock, Jan's on the beach, I want to support local, as, as we all have been doing. Um, dinner for two, uh, what do you recommend? Give me an idea. Um, let's see, uh, we always try to do something... Um, a little bit more fancy. We do have a seafood risotto. Um, we've uh, we've got uh, well steaks, lamb once in a while, a Mongolian half rack of lamb on a mushroom risotto, steaks. Um, and in the summertime, when it's fresh, halibut. So from March until maybe the end of October, uh, we get in whole halibut, fillet it ourselves, and we have the fish and chips. But we also do things like uh, blackened halibut or pistachio-covered halibut with a lemon risotto. Yet you were preparing lasagna when we walked in today. What's yes. that about? During, uh, well, through throughout COVID, we have been doing um, takeout meals. Um, and every Thursday is takeout Thursday for us. So we do uh, a lasagna and salad and garlic toast for somewhere around $35. Uh, and it feeds two. So is that so through Skip uh, the Dishes, or do we have to call the restaurant? No, How do you we have order? to call the restaurant. We don't use the uh, mm -hmm. delivery services. Delivery services. That's all right. Thank you. Yep. <laughs> keep, keep it in-house. Yes. Keep, keep, yes, exactly. Exactly. And most people know there's a little pull-out out front that, you know, they can stop, run across, 
grab their stuff. And so and as we're sitting here, on. Mr. Leary, yes. it's raining outside. We yes. have the atmospheric river going on yes, again. We, we are undercover. We've got we've got patio heaters going on. I thought we'd be out here freezing our bananas off. This, you're in a t-shirt for crying out loud. This could be mid-July for, for all, <laughs> all that matters. And again, um, the music is planned. The ambiance is there. Fire table. Fire table. Fire table. What a great spot. Like, so wow. cozy out here. So rumor has it we're coming back uh, later in the year. Hope to see you again. Jan wait. Jan's on the beach. Lovely hospitality. Thank you. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Cheers. Thanks. Cheers. Just here for the Beer Radio, sponsored in part by Angry Otter Liquor. Check out Angry Otter Liquor stores where local lives. Why choose between assortment and experience when you can have both? Shop the Angry Otter aisles with their trained team and vast curated selection. And with over $400,000 donated last year, know that the dollar you spend stays local. Angry Otter Liquor stores where local lives. Google Angry Otter Liquor stores or angryotterliquor.crs for a location near you. Listening to Just Here for the Beer Radio on Sportsnet 650 AM and 96.9 FM HD3, Canada's original dedicated beer radio broadcast for over a decade. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at JHFTB. It's Just Here for the Beer Radio and your host Joe Leary and Rick Mohabir. Just here for the Beer Radio, now in its 11th year, Joe Leary and Rick Mohabir from Jans on the Beach on Marine Drive in White Rock. And Rick, this is our first show of 2022. Um, and this is our first dedicated neighborhood show of 2022. Yes, that's correct. And shows of this nature are not able to happen without cooperation from a couple of sources, whether it be a tourism department or a BIA, Business Improvement Association, <laughs> or a municipal council or what have you. And Alex uh, Nixon is the executive director of the White Rock BIA. And Alex, um, you made this happen so incredibly seamlessly <laughs> because we literally had a meeting with you, <laughs> what, a month what, ago? Early December, early and December. all of a sudden he's like, yep, we're in. And Alex is going, yeah, sounds great, let's, let's do it. So thank you so much for, for the support, but more importantly, Obviously, you want to promote what's going on here because there is now a beer scene in White Rock. Absolutely. And it's the perfect excuse for people to come, come to our community, enjoy the three great breweries we've got. We've got a tap house opening up soon as well. Uh, And, you know, go for a nice dinner, see a show at Blue Frog Studios, do some of the great shopping in the the boutique retailers we've got in White Rock, make a day of it. And, uh, you know, uh, just... uh, It'll smooth your your day to also hit all the breweries, too. So, Well, you introduced us to Mayor Walker, who uh, is a treat. He's a, he's a fun person. Awesome guy. And it's so important to have a mayor that kind of gets it and wants to support and promote and obviously enjoys his beer, which is a nice thing as well. But um, let's talk about the, the beer scene, because now you have a legitimate scene. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, White Rock Beach Beer was the, the first brewery that opened up here, and then Three Dogs, uh, three dogs came in, and... Uh, They've already moved to locations uh, once and, and soon to be twice. And Galaxy's the newcomer, and, and really, you can't go wrong with any of them. Each of them have their own uh, specialties, their own, uh, their own draws, and uh, you know, I really encourage everyone to, to come out and try them all and find your favorite. So I think it's important to note, because we've done a number of these shows now, Rick, but mm-hmm. for those that are the uninitiated that listen to the show, when we talk about the BIA, the Business Improvement Association, what exactly does that translate to to the residents and, and the and the, um, the, the, the retailer 
boundaries of, of an area. So we're here to support the businesses in White Rock, uh, and uh, we primarily do so through events, marketing and promotion, uh, beautification efforts, and advocacy. Uh, in White Rock, you know, we, we really want to draw people in, so we do a ton of events uh, throughout the year, and we're really looking forward to 2022 and getting them back started again, including uh, the White Rock Craft Beer Festival. So uh, it's, it's going to be a fun time in 2022. So have you had any hindrances? Obviously, COVID-19 is the elephant in the room. We don't, we don't want to keep talking about it, but you have to because it's still around. Has it really had a damper on, on events? And do you see the way forward that it looks like you can get back to some kind of normal? Absolutely. You know, it, it obviously had a huge impact on events in 2020. Mm-hmm. Uh, 2021, we were able to run some events in White Rock. Uh, our Sidewalking Art Spectacular, a busking program through throughout White Rock. And... Uh, we ran a, a great Christmas event as well uh, in 2021, and you, we were able to do so safely. And uh, you know, sh- and still the events were very enjoyable. So we're we're very confident about 2022. Although I say that, and now I'm looking for wood to knock <laughs> on. To knock on. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> please, please let let this be the year where we can get back yeah. to uh, get back to normal. But um, you know, we we've got a. A full full lineup of events, and uh, you know we we plan them so that you can come down, enjoy a nice dinner, have a nice drink, and then go to the event, and or go to the event and then have a nice dinner and go and have a drink. So you know, Joe, I've been down here several times with my 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 girlfriend, and and we just love coming down here. Summertime, beautiful spot. Even on a day like today, like we were saying earlier, right? We're we're under the patio. The heat lamps are going. You're in a t-shirt. You know, cars are driving by. Atmospheric river. But, you know, beautiful food, great beers. I mean, what more can you want? You know what I think is important is that a bunch of years ago, I did a show in Whistler. And I was working with Whistler Tourism. And they said, let's not focus on skiing because everybody knows that about Whistler. Sure. Let's focus on summer in Whistler. And I think it's important to note, everybody knows White Rock in the summertime. Yeah. But we're in the middle of winter. It's mid-January <laughs> right now. Yeah. Not a good time of weather. But this is a great day. Yeah. Oh, it's fantastic. The The weather is, is uh, you know, it is what it is. But uh, with the, the bylaw changes that the city council's made in terms of allowing uh, enclosed patios and uh, free weekday parking and uh, from November through January, like, there's you don't have an excuse to, to not Alex, come as, <clears throat> as a BIA, yeah. how much input or... How much weight does council carry behind some of your suggestions and, and recommendations? You know, that's a question for council. I think what I would say is that I try to listen to the businesses and the what impacts their their bottom line, mm-hmm. uh, and then I try to come up with you know a, a good argument for why a certain change needs to happen. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, uh, we we've, we've seen some changes and. Uh, they've been really positive. So, you know, our our goal is to keep supporting the businesses and, uh, you know, keep giving people a good reason to come out and, and visit White Rock. Well, Alex Nixon, I will tell you this. We want to come back at the end of this year. We want to know because there's going to be another yeah. her on the scene. We know that. We'll talk about other good things White Rock. And we asked the mayor, maybe he just thinks about declaring just here for the beer radio day <laughs> in White Rock, maybe in December. Just throwing it out there. Uh, thank you so much because without you, this show doesn't happen. Well, thank you so much for coming down uh, and talking to the, the great breweries we've got here. I, you know, I love my job. It's, it's such a community-focused uh, job. Uh, White Rock has so many fantastic small businesses. Really, anything you could ever want 
is right here in the community, and that's that's incredible for a town that's really only 20,000 people mm -hmm. and five square kilometers. Everything you can eat is, is, is right, here, right here in White Rock, and that's, that's really special. Well, we look forward to a return visit. Alex Winter is the executive director of the White Rock BIA. That's a wrap for just here for the Beer Radio on Sportsnet 650 AM, also 96.9 FM HD3. Uh, Rick Mohabir, always a pleasure, sir. The brewery yes, tours, sir. you can go to justhereforthebeer.com. That's right. We're doing brewery tours again. Are you now. talking about a White Rock brewery tour? Well, Mr. Alex and I will be talking <laughs> about that. It, yes. That is definitely on the books. So, yeah. you know, when we do neighborhood shows like this, Joe, like when we when we get that experience, yeah, definitely something I want to share with everybody and, and to bring them down here and see that, you know, it's more than just, you know, that, that side of Vancouver, right? And we start the first show of 2022 with our producer, who is our boss now, yes. Mr. Cam Barra. Mr. Cam Barra. We can't, the bar cannot get any higher. Thank you, Cam. Always a pleasure, sir. Cheers, brother. That is a wrap. You can check us out at justhereforthebeer.com, at JHFTB on social media. And our thanks again to the White Rock Business Improvement Association, Jan from Jan's on the Beach. That's a wrap. We're just here for the beer. Just here for the Beer Radio is heard exclusively on Sportsnet 650 and is podcast through justhereforthebeer.com. For more information, check out justhereforthebeer.com and on Instagram and Twitter at JHFTB.